Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 117 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. If you're new to the show, buckle in for about an hour or so for some of the best, most in-depth Pokemon news coverage you could find anywhere on the internet. Yes. Promise. That is true. Delivered straight from Jim Viscardi's Bat Cave. <laughs> I know. In I darkness. Was about to say, what is happening? Okay. This well, is, uh, this this does not bode well for his feelings on Pokemon Unite. So, I'm getting, no. like, I'm getting some like Hawthorne Heights vibes here, guys. So you're so if you are uh, new again, a new listener, welcome. We also do this. Uh, live on Twitch every Monday, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. And uh, so you can watch us. You can see the environment in which we do this show. I have a crushing headache today. <laughs> and so oh. I have decided to close all of my blinds, lower the dim- lower the brightness on all of uh, my screens, because I can't tell if it's allergies or something else. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, it is what it is. So anyway. See, I thought well, hey, let's you, all give kudos then to Jim for, for being here. Toughing yeah, it yeah. out. Yeah. See, here I thought he was doing a report live from Japan, and so it was dark <laughs> because it's midnight over there. But you yes. know, severely severely doing, disappointed now. Doing a lot of that investigative on location Pokemon hard hitting news for for everybody here. Uh well look, that's the thing. That being said, we got a big week you know worth of news we will get to the drama around pokemon go i promise because i know there's a lot a lot of people are upset and you know for the most part rightfully so uh there's of course as uh usually happens um some big uh you know big news usually hits almost immediately after we do our recording and uh, in that was the the news that we're getting up a Pokemon live action series on Netflix, which is also uh, pretty, pretty exciting. Um, but the thing uh, I think we want to start with today is Pokemon Unite. Let's talk a bit about it because we're about a week ish in. Right. Is that that sound about right? Yep. Uh, and I have been playing the hell out of it. So I still love it. Oh, have you have you given up already, Christian? No, I, I'm I'm steadily <laughs> progressing my way through ranked. That's, Where what, what rank are you at? I'm at great class four. So oh, I'm like wow. right on the cusp of becoming veteran. And mm-hmm. like I keep. Like literally, like the, the the match that I need to win to get to veteran. Like the last three times I've tried it, I have um, <laughs> like I I have gotten stuck with like a player who has been like away from keyboard or just Ugh. people who I'm just like, how are you a great rank? Like how how is this happening? <laughs> like you know I I do a pretty good job of you know I I know my role. Like I I usually I main Venusaur, so I know like my main job is to pew pew from a distance. Uh, you know, kind of um. Uh, try to try to wipe out, you know, get people lined up and fire away. Um, and, you know, I do, I, I think I do a pretty good job of it. I got a win rate of like 70%. Um, but like, I swear to God, like I just cannot get over this freaking hump. And it's just like, there's like one game, like two times in a row, like I was playing uh, yesterday and like on the match, I need to get into veteran um, or whatever the next rank is. I, you know, we start 
and like four of the players, including me, like leave the thing, and there's just one guy still saying that. Just like, oh, sit. Oh, and that is the I'm worst. Like, no, worst feeling. That's I have had a string of uh, very terrible games like that, like so much so that I went from great three uh, back down to like one diamond on great two, and it is. What I'm learning now is, is that like, this is, this is a game that you need to find a team and play with them. Yeah. Because yeah. you really just get, um, you just get stuck and it. And when that happens, it sucks. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's, it is just baffling. Like the difference that having a team that people know their roles and stick to them and just people kind of flying around blind. It's, it's crazy. Like, you know, and it's, it's, this game is not that difficult to master. No. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, if, you know, the, the setup is pretty simple. Two people take top, two people take bottom. And then you got a person roaming around the cent- uh, center, you know, basically leveling up as quick as they can, trying to pick off enemy, you know, players and, you know, supporting as, as necessary. This is not that difficult. And it's like, you know, I can't tell you how many times, like, you know, I've gone top by myself. And it's just me and there's like three people and they all get nuked because, you know, like, you know, <laughs> if, if I'm if I'm somebody playing as a Gengar and I see three people putzing around on bottom or something like that, um, you know, I'm absolutely just going to go and just murder them. And that's oh. I see that happen way too often. And it's just like, well, I'm just going to I'm just going to stick to my lane, try to defend things, maybe sneak a goal or two, see what happens. Yeah, I think for me. Well, Megan, why don't you give us some of your thoughts? Because you've you yeah, now have had so, time to play. Yeah, so I have played. Um, honest to God, I might have played with Christian because I'm one of those people who just gets nuked <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Except, you know, I'm not ranked that well. I I don't I don't have any pretenses. You know, I play a lot of video games, but I've never been good at like the that that the league format or like uh, you know MOBA Unite. I'm not. That's just not how my brain works. I just panic like really quickly it's really anxiety inducing for me and so like it's kind of like when I was in middle school and I played dodgeball I would intentionally throw myself in front of a ball to get out like <laughs> I will do that in Pokemon Unite which then is useless because I'm bringing down everyone with me mm-hmm. however I have become addicted to watching Twitch streams of the game <laughs> it is it's so I don't know what it is it's just like the colorful aesthetic of it I watch a lot of it or it's just like on the you know background mm-hmm. of my tv when i'm when i'm working or you yeah. know when i'm like uh, like working out later after work so i have come to love watching it um and so like i can understand the frustration because when i'm watching usually i watch like a select few people um you know they have teams that are dedicated so they're not you know mm-hmm. not, they're not noobs necessarily but it's fun watching kind of the lower ranked matches because you'll see like four people all go to the back and it's like you're gonna die <laughs> You're just gonna, you're just all gonna die. There Um, is a lot. The the biggest thing that I've realized is there's a lot of inch up a little bit and run back, inch up a little bit and then run back. There's a lot of that that has to happen in this game until you find the right opportunity to go score. But Megan, Mm -hmm. who are you, uh, who are you maining? Yeah. If I have to say necessarily who I like watching the best until they nerf him is going to still be Gengar. It's just so satisfying watching him just all over the field. (laughs) And everyone's like, I don't know what to do. And it's like, well, what you do is lay down and prepare to die because 
Gengar is just going to shank you in your back and you're not even going to see it coming. Um, so I, I definitely do have um, a soft spot. It's basically the characters that'll move quickly. Those are the, the yeah. more interesting ones from a pers- from my view to watch, you know, watching tanks, Snorlax or Venusaur in the back, you know, the, they're interesting to see um, if they do poorly. <laughs> if they go out quick, that makes the match really interesting. Um, so I have a, I've had a lot of fun watching matches. Um, I don't play mainly because I know I'm going to ruin someone's match. <laughs> that is me. So, uh, have you have you thought about like I have found a lot of help in playing quick matches. In mm-hmm. in the sense where like so it's just a it's a there you know obviously it's not the ten minutes it, it just it I have found that those have helped me kind of figure out the different kinds of moves uh, yeah basically like like the the combos and whatnot because like mm-hmm. for a while uh, so I've been maining nine tails quite a bit mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I did not realize how. Which which uh, like, move combo do you go with? Well, so I didn't realize like h- how powerful Aurora Veil was. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. And so I was so once I started using that, that was a total game changer, and mm-hmm. like and, and that's been and that's been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I I've used Nine Tails as kind of my secondary. Like if someone gets to Venusaur before I do, I'll switch over to my Aurora build because like you know they're both special attackers and they're both uh, you know ranged attackers. So like you know um, the items and uh, the the general you know the general like what you do isn't that different. Um, but boy, like uh, you know using Aurora t- uh, Aurora Veil is great for like making like a last stand like. There's three three people coming down your lane, and um, they're they're coming for your game uh, goal, and it's a close game. I'm gonna roar veil, and I'm just gonna punch some suckers in the mouth. Um, it's it's a fun, it's a really fun build. Like, and yeah, I because I was using originally, I was using I think Blizzard is the o- other move set that you can use for that. Yep. I'm like, yep. oh yeah, Blizzard. you absolutely want right. Blizzard. Like, no, you want a roar veil. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, why have one powerful attack when every attack can be powerful? <laughs> right. Uh, so that, so that's been, that, that's been, um, like I said, like, so like that was like kind of a game changer for me. And then I have basically spent all of my available points uh, at uh, leveling up um, the bell, mm-hmm. uh, focus band, and uh, the glasses. Not focus. Uh, is it focus band? It's focus band. The yellow one, whatever the yellow one is. You're you're so you're you're not just I guess because if I remember Aurora Veil correctly, it boosts the your base attack, which is yes. uses the attack stat. So I guess it makes sense to use the focus band because focus band boosts the attack as well. So yep. I since you know I'm Venusaur and I I just use I use the bell I use um. I, I basically just run a straight special attack build. So all three of my items are special attack boosters. And so it's like my, every third attack, like I can deal out a heck of a lot of damage, especially early on. And if I can sneak in a couple of like, you know, uh, the key with my build for Venusaur is I try to get like an early goal or two to get my, because uh, I have the special attack specs, which, you know, it boosts your special attack every time you score a goal. So if I can mm-hmm. score, like, a couple of early goals, you know, that just gives me such an edge in battle. It's great. 
Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, I, I really like that because if I can like score like two goals in the first like two or three minutes. So if we can like do our job, clear a lane and get, you know, whatever, it doesn't even matter how many points you score, you know, just score a little bit because that just extra special attack makes all the freaking difference in the world. So that's, that's, uh, that's, that is my grand advice in Pokemon United. If you wanted, <laughs> if you wanted to play as a distinctively mid tier Pokemon, uh, like Venusaur is, um, it's it's go all in on special attack and just laser beam yep. people from space. Yep. Yeah, that's basically the, the the way to do it. So let us know what what Pokemon you guys are maining. Chat, let us know. I'm very curious. See, I see a lot of a lot of love for Ninetales, a lot of love for Zeraora. Um, Garchomp looks uh looks like, but yeah, I mean, Garchomp is one where. Man, it is a like it's great once you get to Garchomp, but like the road to Garchomp can be very hard. Yeah. <laughs> and so um it's a lot of like you just need to get out and level up as fast as you can, basically. I've I've also like kind of figured out good loops for myself in the beginning to like get myself to, you know, when I'm playing nine tails to basically get to nine tails as fast as I can and um and, and do all that. But uh but I, you know what the, the I haven't tried her yet, but mainly because I've wanted to, uh, I just haven't paid for it yet, but I, I really want to try, um, Gardevoir because she looks like I've been in a bunch of games with her and she mm. has wrecked me a number of times. She, she's one of those characters where I have found, um, she is really effective. I haven't played her yet, but I've seen her used enough and it seems like she's most effective on just like wiping out crowds. Like if people mm-hmm. are staying in one place, and she yeah. hits you with that future sight. Um, like if you know the future sight's coming, like you can get out of the way. So like you know, when I see uh, a Gardevoir come up, you know, I just basically eject button out and then start solar beaming her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like not today, Satan. Uh, but uh, the uh, yeah, she's. I've seen her just like come in and just future sight, future sight, future sight, um, and yeah. just like wreck people re- that are standing right around a goal, and it's it can be brutal. Like. Uh, yeah. So she's got a lot of AOE attacks and um, uh, and and also uh, like her passive ability is, um, you know, it 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 causes. So if you get hit with slow and there's one other, I think maybe burn like some sort of like effect, like uh, if she gets hit with it, you know, the person that gave it to her also gets hit with mm-hmm. it. And it's like, you know, now if they would do that with Gengar, that'd just be freaking awesome because, you know, mm-hmm. um uh, I, I don't know if it works with poison or not because I haven't. Um, we have a couple of questions about the evolutions and spoiler, that's my question. Spoiler that's what alert: There's actually a uh, a, a pretty uh, there's someone data mined the game and apparently um, it's going to be Evie and Sylveon. Um, they're they're not going oh, to really? do alternate evolutions at least not at first. Um, I wonder if they might swap out. Uh, like they'll have Selvion for a certain amount of time, and then maybe swap out the evolution. Yeah, I'm. I'm really oh, curious that would be, about that. That would be so frustrating as a player, though. Like, oh, like, I mean, it would be immensely frustrating because you'd you'd have a build <laughs> set up right before you, and then all of a sudden your build's gone, and you you have to switch tactics. All I know is that I would be more um, likely to retry my strategy and my builds, uh, if they could give me Vaporeon. Um, <laughs> that's, that's all I'm saying. That's all, you know, necessarily. Um, I do understand though that Sylveon is a excellent choice though, in terms of the Pokemon that are available, uh, for Unite. So I, Christian, do we, do we know what role? Her. 
No, we know we what do. role she's gonna. Or we just know that I, I didn't see there, that. I, I, okay. I, I saw that it's like, yeah. I basically, it's, I just saw it's Sylveon. Um, that's that's mm-hmm. all, all, all I know. Um, you know, uh, is is you know, there's a couple of leaks, um, and you know, that was one of them. That was Evie to Sylveon. Um, as as and people are pretty sure it's a playable character. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, other ones that kind of popped up. Uh, Age of Slash is one. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of uh, there's like three or four. So, and then there's others that are, you know, like, you know, there's a couple of legendaries and mythicals that are also kind of built in there. Like I think like Victini, uh, mm-hmm. you know, got spotted and people are pretty sure that's probably going to appear as like a central Pokemon or maybe it could be a playable character. Um, so, you know, there's, like I said, I'm really interested to see what the roadmap is for Pokemon Unite um, in, in the coming weeks and months. Like, Gardevoir getting introduced a week after the game started, I think, was a very promising move. And so, like I said, we'll we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm really curious about how how this game does. It's it's one of the more intriguing Pokemon games that have come out in a long time. Mm. Yeah, I, like I said, I've, I've been having a fan. Uh, I've, been, I've been having a fan. I have been having fun playing it as a fan mm-hmm. um it's uh it's so much so that like so my our, our switch is in a different room like in a different room in the house um in a kind of in like nora's play area basically and like you know normally i'll find myself playing like around a Fortnite or apex or whatever down here before like heading up for the night i found myself upstairs crushing some games in like in a way that i did not anticipate I don't see myself getting too bored with it just yet. I think the, the grind for ranked uh, even like, even when I go on those soul crushing lose streaks is, you know, just as fun. Um, And so, um, so yeah. So anyway, that's Pokemon Unite. Let's move, let's move along because we do have some Pokemon anime news. Megan, why don't you hit us with uh, what the anime news is? Yeah, I mean, uh, so I mean, barring the Netflix said stuff, which we will get to later, uh, the Pokemon anime in Japan, as we are still waiting for new episodes to go live uh, on the Netflix service in the United States. Um, basically, we just finished like a couple episodes that, you know, featured Dawn, which uh, was very exciting. We discussed that, you know, this character would be returning. Uh, we got to kind of check in on her and see what she's been up to in terms of doing competitions and contests and pageants uh, since she and Ash parted ways. So it was nice being able to see that. And I'm excited for obviously that moment to be done. Um, but since Dawn did return, we got um, a good bit of Sinnoh references, and it was announced after these episodes went live that we would be getting a winter um, anime special. We don't know if it's like just a single episode or what that's going to look like yet, um, but it is specifically being um, described as a Sinnoh special. So um, this is obviously going to align well with some games that we have coming up um, for fans and for, you know, well, it depends on when it comes to the U.S., I guess, really, when Netflix brings it over. Um, but at least for <laughs> fans in Japan, it's going to align really nicely. Um, so we will be getting a Sinnoh special. We, we don't know much information about that. I, I am assuming that it's going to be, um, you know, related to the, the mainline series. But, you know, it could totally surprise us. And we might get like a little Sinnoh short film about um you know, focusing on legends, which, you know, similar to like Twilight Wings in the past mm-hmm. and, um, you know, generations, you know, that might be, you know, what we get, which, you know, I've said I would 
love to have. Um, so we are going to get an anime special. It will be about Sinnoh. It's coming this winter if you're in Japan. <laughs> uh, and that's that's kind of all we know right now. But yeah. um, I'm excited. Nice. Yeah. I am, yeah. I and am. plus the anime is going to Alola next week in Japan. So we're going back, guys. We're going back. <laughs> Z Crystals. I am curious if the anime special. So like they seem to be like um they, they they seem to suggest that the game that it's like a one episode thing. I'm a yeah. little bit curious if it's going to be kind of like the Mega Evolution specials that they did back yeah. with X and Y because you know um that that seems like you know just based on the very scant marketing information that we got from it that seems to be the vibe I'm getting from it as opposed to yeah. something like uh Generations or like Twilight Wings or something like that. And mm-hmm. I think that would be a really interesting way. Maybe uh, my guess is that it will tie into both, you know, uh, Poke- that maybe it'll be like a precursor to Pokemon Legends. And yeah. that'll be a way that they kind of wrap that into the anime series. Um, yeah. Is, is do a, do, do a uh, flashback of some kind. So that's my guess. Yeah. We could get a flashback or even if the, the anime wants to like hone in on Ash getting a history lesson, basically of how, uh, you know, Pokemon lore and research began in the Sinnoh region. I mean, that's something that, um, you know, would work. I mean, obviously I have a fondness to the, the specials. So I would love if it was just like an entirely aside, like 10 minute episode or something. Um, but I do think it's probably going to align more closely with the anime just because, you know, the anime game synergy between Pokemon is almost, it's hard to piece apart at points. <laughs> so basically we're going to get one. Uh, hopefully we'll get more details soon on what that's going to look like. But uh, right now the anime is kind of done with Dawn for the moment. We're heading to Alola and at some point we're going to get more episodes on Netflix. So yeah, <laughs> wait and see. It's been too and, long. And I I, it's been so long. It's, it's been too long. Awesome. All uh, right. Uh, I'm going to put our break in now. And then, uh, okay, well, because I feel like we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about the Pokemon Go stuff. Uh, and then some of the other things we want to talk about, I think we'll, we'll also, you know, we'll make up time on. We'll, we'll see. All right. So we'll be, we're going to talk about Pokemon Go. We're going to talk about Pokemon Snap. We're going to talk about the live action show. All when we're back in 60 seconds. Okay, here we go. So brace yourselves. So Niantic is rolling back a bunch of pre-COVID Pokemon Go things that they did that made the game more accessible and more playable for for it's probably one of its biggest audiences yet, right? In the sense that what it made didn't it make its most money on Pokemon Go like ever last year? Yeah, yeah. It's this makes no sense to me. I'll be a hundred percent honest. Um, it's a willful ignorant, uh, ignoring of reality. Um, you know, uh, over here in the United States, uh, we're breaking, uh, you know, COVID-19 daily cases records in certain parts of the country. Um, and uh, yes, while if you're vaccinated, the chances of you being hospitalized by COVID-19 is very low, but you can still catch it. You can still spread it. Um, you know, um, I'm, I'm certainly not going out and playing Pokemon Go um, and, and, you know, close proximity to freaking anybody. I mean, even when mm-hmm. I went out for Pokemon Go Fest, you know, I, and I, I took my kid out I to did, it. I and, did most of it in my car. 
you know, like I, we stayed six feet away from everybody, if not farther. Mm-hmm. We were outdoors the entire time. And it's just like it's it's just unnecessary. And it's, you know, this is uh, I'll be 100 percent honest. It's part of it, it seems to be a monetary thing because they, they, they want to make more money off these remote passes from a, a, you know, and it also just seems to be an arrogance and stubbornness thing. Like, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. it is, it is very much a look at, um, you know, we want to get people gathering because it looks good for them. You know, when they have a bunch of people in a park, it looks good. And, you know, when they have a bunch of people standing around outside a church doing a raid, you know, it's the easiest advertising uh, mm-hmm. that they can have. And, you know, that that's all fine and dandy, but, you know, we're in a freaking pandemic. The it pandemic is not going away. Like 30% yeah, of the world has been vaccinated. It doesn't, it doesn't look good. Like it looks good in those cases, but I mean, you see, and I mean, everyone is entitled. I, I will, I mean, I am fully vaccinated. You're entitled to your, the, the freedom that you want to experience, but like yep. seeing all the people at, Lollapalooza recently seeing a bunch of people who were all gathered together like normally that would be such a feeling of celebration um but in, in the case that I mean the pandemic is still here Delta is still here I, I think it's the majority of counties in the United States at least speaking from an American perspective are having high or substantial transmission of COVID um you know vaccinated people are at a great much lower risk but I mean, it, it's still an issue. It's such a tone deaf situation that, you know, Niantic is is kind of waffling here with. It's just totally tone deaf, in my opinion, not only for pandemic purposes. We are still in a pandemic. When you look at the global nature of Pokemon Go, I mean, right. you have to look outside of your nation. It is globally still very much an issue in at some places the highest it's ever been but just for general accessibility i've heard from so many people who have always struggled to be able to use pokemon uh go the way that they want to because you know they they suffer from you know accessibility needs disability Mm -hmm. situations that they're they're not physically able to get to these places or it could be a situation of you know younger fans who aren't able to go do things as easily as Mm -hmm. you know myself with a car or transportation access like just speaking from a basic accessibility issue this the things that they made during covid to allow players to play at home made it so much better it made it so much better and i'm just so heartbroken seeing people who are you know you know even beyond the pandemic seeing people who have always wanted to play pokemon go since it came out they finally got this access and now suddenly it's just kind of being taken from them and if it's all for the sake of money that just really 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 rubs me the wrong way yeah and it's it's just so we just had Pokemon Go Fest, right? And mm-hmm. we saw that there were different ways that you can play, right? Like that, like Christian, mm-hmm. right? Like that free advertising of, you know, people gathered around a, a church or Pokestops or whatever, right? Like there's a thing. Like that still happened to an extent, you know, just a couple weeks ago. And, but so many other people got to enjoy Go Fest in a way that they would not have before. And it's just, 
Look, I think at the end of the day, we all knew this was coming, right? We figured at some point this was going to be a thing that was going to happen. For it to happen now is is probably a a huge surprise for all the reasons that we've we've discussed earlier. And I think, like I said, like the accessibility one is a is a huge one because it. I know for myself, I will find myself opening Pokemon Go less and less, uh, mainly because it was one of those things where if I was in an area where I knew like there was a gym or a stop around or whatever, and I wasn't necessarily like right on top of it, like I would, it, they would get me. They would get me for five, 10 minutes at a time, you know, for that. If I knew I was there, like if I was at the park or if I was, you know, grocery shopping or whatever, like I would, I would open it up. I'd try and catch some Pokemon. I'd catch a raid if someone, you know, there was one available or someone inviting me to one. But like, I mean, now I know that like I'm not going to be able to get some of those bonuses. It, 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 to say like, oh, I'm not going to get those bonuses or whatever, like, kind of sounds spoiled in a way. But at the same time, like, oh well, not. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it 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 opened these these allowances opened a lot of people's eyes to what the game could be if it if it was just made just a tiny bit more accessible it was made yeah. you know the, the in-person events you know i can understand they want a little bit of exclusivity they want to have a little bit of pomp and circumstance like that's what i can understand um and then i have to say we're still in a pandemic <laughs> so that it kind of comes backwards like i can understand those features if they're if they want to push that forward in the coming years as COVID becomes more manageable than, than whatever mm-hmm. that, it, that, sure. that, that is whatever. But for some of the, like the simple things that you were saying about being able to access stops, being able to participate in these raids, et cetera, et cetera, those more basic functions, that's what just really, really, really rubs me the wrong way. Um, it just, it just alienates a lot of people who have become, fans in the last year mm-hmm. or it alienates fans who have been playing since day one um and they're seeing this change and they're not feeling great about it yep so all right well let's move on to something a bit more fun to talk about let's uh let's, start, uh, let's just speculate a little bit on the live action tv series that's supposedly coming to netflix so wow. it looks like legendary uh who has the rights to the to live action pokemon stuff uh has um gone the way of uh has you know it has been wooed by netflix and a live action television series this is all this is all reportedly live action uh, television series going to be on Netflix and may be showrun by uh, Lucifer showrunner uh, Joe Henderson, uh, who has done a bunch of where uh, he's done a bunch of work in comics and um, TV. Mm-hmm. He, you know, I, I know him best from White Collar. It's one of my favorite shows of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is this potential to be really fun. The big mm-hmm. question is. What the hell is it going to be about? Yeah, I I don't know what the maker <laughs> of Sexy Satan on the streaming yeah. platform that brings you Sexy Winks Club uh, uh-huh. could possibly have in store for the Pokemon live action series. I can't I, wait for Sexy Pokemon. Yeah. That's uh, it. Yes, I mean Sexy Pokemon. I mean when Jinx walks out, hubba hubba. You know, oh, um, oh Lord, nope, you know. nope. That's that's not what I wanted to hear. Uh, nope. It's uh, I I. I and like I said, I, I like Joe Henderson's work. I'm I'm not gonna prejudge this, but um having seen what they've done to other children's franchises lately, like the Wings yeah. Club remake, you know, I, I'll be hundred percent honest. It was one of the weirder things. Like this 
this isn't but that but i mean it was a fairly hot mess yeah. But that was, but that was, but that was more. That's more YA than I think Pokemon right. is, right? Like I think Pokemon is still. Well, I mean, it totally depends on what kind of story they're going to go with. That's true. Yeah. I mean, look, we, we because, can get like, a Riverdale style Pokemon yeah. show. Like, yeah. I mean, because when we when we break it down, like just just kind of like the simplest way, Netflix yep. has invested a lot of money in anime. It has invested. Yep. It has made a concerted effort. Um, to invest in anime, it has a ton of live action adaptations. I think there's at least six um, in development that I know about that, or you know, that they're trying to make happen. Um, they're also investing in in video game adaptations, as we know as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we have seen both of that, according to the reports. It's saying that you know nothing is known about this reported project um, that it would follow kind of similarly in the vein of Detective Pikachu. Um, I doubt that it's would be able to be a direct sequel or spinoff probably due to licensing. But, um, you know, if legendary is still behind it, it's going to have that flavoring. Um, as we know, Pokemon is protective of its IPs. So mm-hmm. I can't see it doing a direct adaptation of the video games of any singular video game. I also can't see them doing a direct adaptation of the anime. So I think it's going to end up being a very weird amalgamation, probably an original story that takes place in the universe of the anime because it's it's fleshed out a little bit more than as we see. Um so it's probably just going to wind up being an original something or other with with nods to the games and nods to what we know in the anime um but i would be shocked if it ends up being a direct adaptation of something that uh pokemon has done before unless they end up doing like an adaptation of like mystery dungeon or something yeah i i do not think it's going to be an adaptation of something existing i think it's going to be a um you know it 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 will very likely be an, an original story um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, and for one thing, I just don't people like, you know, I dating back to when they first announced that Legendary had the rights to Pokemon and that they were going to do Pokemon movies. And people were like, yes, Ash, catch them live actions. Like, <laughs> why would anyone want to see that? No, like, you know, I mean, that's like that, the nostalgia baiting of everything. If, if people are age, if people are age and older, that's the nostalgia bait. But for younger fans that this is what the franchise is, you know, really geared towards in Japan as their demographic. Um, I, I just, I cannot, if they announce that they're doing an adaptation of the anime verbatim or a game verbatim, I will eat my hat. I will, I don't even own a hat. I will buy a hat and I will eat it. I will eat Ash Ketchum's hat. I will be so thoroughly shocked. It's going to be a weird amalgamation of the anime and the game together. It's going to borrow from the whole thing. Um, and who knows? Maybe it might be sexy. I just really <laughs> am uncomfortable with that premise. But you know what? Um, Listen, we we will see. Get used to it. We're, we've got sexy Powerpuff Girls. It's happening. You know. Just <laughs> well, okay. This isn't being fun. made for the CW. So let's. Uh, so uh, you've, uh, you've, you've watched Netflix. <laughs> you've watched Netflix, Jim. They they literally. Sexy Beasts was a test run for for the live action Pokemon series. Uh-huh. Uh, um, so. well, it, yeah, I mean, we should we should also mention this is in addition to a live action movie that Netflix has also picked up um, for for the platform. Now, it, I do believe Warner Brothers still has plans to do another film in the vein in the world of Detective Pikachu, and so I think that the, yeah. the Netflix stuff will sit outside of that. But right. I mean, it'll be interesting to see. Like, is this stuff standalone? Is this stuff 
building a, a live action, you know, kind of shared universe on Netflix or, you know, I feel like that that's where it gets a little, um, muddy because if that stuff ever were to leave Netflix or whatever, right? Like it's the same stuff that you have with the Marvel, the Marvel Netflix uh, things, right? Like you can't, you don't really want to take them over, but you kind of want to take them over and how does it work? And blah, blah, blah. It becomes, it becomes a giant headache. I think I see these more being like kind of like the, the random anime projects that we get, right? Like kind of like yeah. Twilight Wings, just, you know, like it, it'll yeah. take place in a world that Pokemon exist and tell a story, you know, about how the relationship between, because that's inevitably what we care about in the, in yeah. the stories like this, right? Like just exploring the relationships between people, you know, the people and how they deal with Pokemon and then inevitably how they deal with each other and throw in a, throw in a battle or two here or there. And I think we're good to go. Yeah, that's, so. I'll be honest. I think that's the thing that uh, really worries me about <laughs> this live action show. It's not as much, you know, the, the most disappointing part of Detective Pikachu was like the, the final battle between yeah. Mewtwo and Pikachu. Yep. It just it, it didn't translate well. Um, and, um, you know, like they, they managed to pull it off with the Charizard when it was literally just Charizard beating up on Pikachu. Um, yep. And, you know, they, they you saw like little segments of it, like the Gengar uh, there, mm-hmm. there was the Gengar fight that was fine, um, but you know, I the 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 I do not. That I'll be honest. Like uh, the thing that has turned me off the most about the Marvel movies over the last like decade has been their increasing turn to CGI their final fights all of the time. Sure. It's it it it. I I just don't want to see it. I I don't I it, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. And it's like, and with Pokemon live action, it's not like you can have, unless you're doing Muppets for Pokemon, you do Muppets for Pokemon, you've got me. You've you've got me. But, oh man, I would agree. Jim um, Henson Pokemon? Yes. Like I would I would be so into that, but uh, I don't really want to see big CGI actions like, you know, where it's an entire episode of just that. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. that's the thing. It's like, it's cool in bursts, but when it's like 20, 30 minutes of it, like yeah okay cool like let me get my xbox controller out um yeah so i mean look it's it's gonna but like Bruce Bain in the comments is echoing my sentiment it's gonna be hard to do a live action yeah you know pokemon series without the use of of cgi so i mean you're gonna have cgi but you know i think that you know the the threading of the needle here will be not over relying on that cgi like detective pikachu did it for like two acts really well Yeah. yeah Yeah, I think it it really comes down to it really comes down to, I think, the 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 more intimate settings is where where it worked the best. Right. When you had, you know, Pikachu and Mewtwo like battling all across the city like that's like, okay, but, you know, but like just even in. <laughs> right, but where, but even like you know, uh, like you said, the, just those more intimate settings where it's a bit, you know, just you know, you're zoomed in a little bit closer is where it feels uh, uh, better, and I suspect that's probably where um, this will go. I mean, most of these Netflix shows, yeah. you know, are not. I don't think are trying to be big budget spectacles, and I think are are trying to, you know, more often than not, try and just tell more 
personal stories in a way that uh, which which I think is is, is interesting, right? And I think right. I but the big question is is uh, how much will the Pokemon Company let them uh, lean into the really weird stuff that we talk about on a weekly basis as far as it comes to like actual Pokemon in a real world? I just I mean see, I hope so. I just want to <laughs> see Mr. Mime recreating the Witcher bathtub pose. <laughs> <laughs> no, if we don't get that, like, what? What is even the point? I mean, because if if there is a scene that like that like pans by a hospital in a city or something, and there are not uh, lanterns just hanging out there, then what is the point? Then what's yeah. the point? Really, really, what they need to do is they just need to like hire hire us <laughs> to to go and like really flavor the world because we'll tell them about all the weird stuff. Yeah, we give them that flavor text. There. It's like right. you know, in in productions, like they they have the historian there that's fact checking everything. I mean, come on, come on, let's do it. Yeah, I'm game. All right. Well, like, like, like I said, a lot of it's all speculation based off you know just kind of what we want to see uh, based off the very little that we know. But look. If you were to ask us, you know, uh, a couple of years ago, would we get a live action Pokemon TV series? We'd probably say not for another 10 or 15 years. And sure enough, here it is right now. Yeah. So here we go. All right. Last but not least, uh, Pokemon Snap added a whole bunch of DLC, like a, a fairly significant amount. Yeah. Six courses. A total of six, six courses. courses. Six courses, 20 new Pokemon and a new mechanic where you shrink. Um, it's going to be really interesting. It adds a bunch of Pokemon um, that people had kind of complained were missing from the game, um, like Gyarados, Psyduck, uh, Fraligator. Because, you know, uh, that was the thing that kind of cracked me up. It's like, oh, yeah, this is a sequel to new Pokemon Snap. Here's all the Johto Pokemon except for Fraligator. <laughs> it's like, so, Love it. You know, and it's like, oh, because they were saving it for this free DLC. Um, we'll, we'll have more coverage. Unfortunately, I'm going to be out next week, so I won't, you know, be able to do like full freaking breakdowns of everything for a week or two. But, um, when, when we get back, we'll definitely do breakdowns of the three new courses. And, um, you know, two of them definitely seem to be nods to, um, you know, old Pokemon, uh, snap courses. Cause we've got a river yep. and we've got a wastelands, which is, you know, kind oh. of like a canyon. Love mm. it. So, you know, definitely, definitely should be some good stuff. Um, and, you know, this was hinted way back in the very first trailer. We talked about how Shroomish, you know, got cut from mm -hmm. the game. No, we now know Shroomish <laughs> is in the game and he's in this DLC. And uh -huh. also they basically were like, oh, yeah, that, you know, that 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 area that we supposedly cut. Here it is. <laughs> there you go. I was like, oh man, like I'm, I'm pumped. I, I really hope this deal, this content ends up being super successful. Like I know they probably do not have room for more in like the core game, but you know, you can always add more DLC, you know, later well, on. Like, so that was going to be my, my big question, right? Like clearly they had most of this stuff in the can. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it was easy for them to to put out because, I mean, it's it was already, you know, if not done, then very close to done. Do you think they are are working on more? You know, and this is this is very close to the release of the game. And so if we get more, when do you think we get more? Uh, uh, I don't think we're going to get more, unfortunately. Oh, well, that's and so that is going to be another thing like or or is this it? I, I think this is it. 
Um, I would be just, you know, I'll, you know, I would love to see more. I, I, I was really high on new Pokemon snap and not for the fact that I kind of ran out of things to do in it. Like legitimately, like I've got a complete Pokedex. Um, I would absolutely do more of it. So like, I would love to see them come out with a new course or two every year. I, I definitely think that this, that this is a sort of game that I think people would pay. People would no. pay four or five bucks for another course. Well, like, well that was I, another thing. Like I, I'm glad that they're giving it to people for free, but I gladly would have paid five bucks for it. Yeah. So and I don't cool. think that's a barrier. I don't think that's a big barrier for folks to not want to to pick up. And so like I was gonna be like because like right now like that was gonna be my question. Like the game inherently does not have room for microtransactions or or, or I mean it I mean it does, but it, it it obviously does not utilize them or whatever. And if if they were to add them, I don't think that would take away from the game's experience if that meant it helped fund more additional content. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Totally agree. It'll All right, be, last it'll be interesting. Last ten minutes, Christian, give us the Pokemon fact of the week. Uh, yeah, well, uh, your Pokemon fact of the week is uh, we we everybody loves Togepi, absolutely useless Pokemon, and apparently it's also going extinct soon because um, Togekiss. Togekiss oh. well, is um, uh, to, you know it's it's fully evolved form Togekiss uh, has apparently not been appearing very often due to global conflict. It avoids oh, areas yeah. of conflict, and so sightings of Togekiss have become more and more rare. So, you know, which is ironic because, you know, Togekiss like looks like a like stealth bomber. Right. Um, so maybe it's getting shot down in these areas of conflict. I oh don't my know. gosh. Um, Stop it. Okay, but here, but here's, I'm, I'm just saying, here's, here's the other question though. Does that mean Togetix are not evolving or Togetix are also, or, or like, it's really more a Togetic issue and they're, they are dying off and that's why we're not seeing Togekisses. Uh, well, you know, I'll, I'll be honest. Is that how you <laughs> say Togetic? Cause I'm pretty sure it's like Togepi Togetic. I mean, maybe they how did I say it. it? You Toja, like you're, oh, like you're, you're with a yeah. J. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's possible because, you know, Togetic, appears before kind-hearted, caring people, and they shower them with happiness, and mm-hmm. it grows dispirited if not with kind people, and we all know that the d- increasing divisions in our world, <laughs> you know, probably mean that Togetic is, like, not not popping up uh, mm-hmm. very often, you know, because there's just, just um, you know, you know, just there's a lot of mean people in the world. I mean, there certainly wouldn't be a Togetic showing up on our podcast anytime soon. So, oh, wow. um, yeah. And, uh, you know, and Togekiss, like I said, it, 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 um, you know, in, in straight up in the Pokedex, in the Pokedex, this is not just me, <laughs> like, you know, coming up with, like, you know, making weird extrapolations. It straight up says, like, listen, guys, if people, people do not get more peaceful, <laughs> we're not going to get any more Togekiss kisses. Uh, in, in the sword uh, entry, these Pokemon are never seen anywhere near conflict or turmoil. In recent times, they've hardly been seen at all. War is ripping this the war is ripping this nation, this world apart, and it's taking the Togekiss with it. Okay. Yes. This, this is horrible. Well, hold on a second, because Rusbane in the chat's got a great point. It avoids conflict, but also has an ability that increases critical hit ratio. 
Because Togekiss don't miss. Togekiss don't miss. <laughs> that's it. That's the that's the slogan for this podcast now. Uh, a lot podcast has appeared. Oh Quote, man. Togekiss well, like I said, it don't looks like miss. a stealth bomber. This it really thing is does. like a fighter jet of a Pokemon. Uh, happy, <laughs> no, it is peace loving fighter jet. It is just exactly. Cool. I'll be honest. Like when I saw like Togekiss, like you know, it's like oh yeah, this this weird so. Togepi grows like a second, like fat little egg body, and its head, <laughs> egg head, still stays the same, but also has an egg body, and somehow it becomes a like a freaking a freaking UFO. I'm like, this is shrinks in awful. Like, who came up with this design? Give me a third egg head. The but next I mean, evolution we get, like if we get another evolution is after Togekiss, it's gonna look like Rambo and it's gonna be like Togekiss has given up on peace. Togekiss has given up on its vision. I will kill all of mankind. You cannot be trusted. Oh. So that's basically what's gonna happen if we don't get our acts together. Togekiss is gonna have to uh, you know adapt to the times and it's gonna become like a Rambo mass murderer because we just can't get our acts together as humanity. That's going to be like, that's going to be like the regional variant Togekiss. It's like, oh, yep. It's like, you know, like this Togekiss thrives in conflict. And it's just like a giant like bomb, you know, just like a, just a giant missile or something. like Carries that. knives somewhere on its person. Just, you know, casual. Oh, yeah. man. Death well, kiss. Yes. Ah, Ruth Bane. Ruth Bane ah, came in. That's it. It's and it's 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 number one. It's a special move. It's gonna be like kiss of death or something. Just uh, automatic death. There was it. We're kiss we're now death. just we're just fan casting these like happy go lucky Pokemon as like <laughs> angels of death. Now this is what happens when you actually read the Pokedex, people. I'm just saying, it. if Togekiss wants to survive, evolutionarily speaking, it will have to adapt and. If it likes peace, then it's gonna have to come to hate peace. I'm just I can't wait for like the Gen 9, like it needs to make its own peace. It's like Toby yeah. Kiss decided it, it thrives on the culture war. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for us today. Woo-wee. If you want to find a way to support the show, best way to do it, obviously, head on over to iTunes, leave us a five-star review. And, uh, you know, if we read it on the air, you'll get some stuff. That's a uh, look. I'd say that that helps us uh, the most um, for when people want to go search for a Pokemon podcast There are a bunch of great Pokemon podcasts out there. Um, and we just want to make sure we're in the same league as them, obviously. Uh, so, um, so yeah, otherwise you can find us on Twitter at Pokemon pod CB. I'm at Jim Viscardi. You can find me on Twitter at Megan Peters CB. And you can find me at C Hoffer C Bus. Sounds like next week is going to be a Jim and Megan show. Can't wait. It will be a while. Unless I call in from the open road. Oh, you should do that. You should totally do that. Oh, my God. Like, you guys would have to deal with my my toddler. Just like. No, you just turn around and you tell them, do I need to pull this car over? Daddy's on a very no, important call right now. No, at that point, you don't. You just you just put him on the phone. I, I I'll gladly, see. I'll gladly ask them about their opinions on Pokemon. We'll we'll go and see if Richard can like you know like dial me in if there's there's a dial in <laughs> request like you know coming to you live from you know South Carolina you know <laughs> yep that's how you do it. Okay, uh, man. All right, folks. Well, like I said, you've got a great show ahead of you next week. Uh, so can't wait to see you there. Otherwise, uh, may the shiny luck be in your favor, folks. We'll catch you next week. Bye.